0: Alright, initial thoughts on the movie Make. Um. I'm really liking the cinematography in this movie. And. Uh, David Fincher, I really enjoy. He, uh, I'm pretty sure he created House of Cards. But he created, um. Netflix series Mindhunter which if you haven't watched you should definitely check it out because it's very well done um but this is a little different from something like House of Cards or Mindhunter because it's not about politics and it's not about the I think it's the CIA versus the FBI FBI that's what it is in Mindhunter Make is the story of the screenwriter for the film, Citizen Kane. Um, I have watched Citizen Kane once, and my initial thought on that was that it was just, I don't know, it was just really slow. I, I'm trying to think of a way to review Citizen Kane I just didn't think it was as hyped up as everyone makes it out to be because it's known as most of the time well, I won't say that but sometimes I see Citizen Kane on the top of people's movie lists and I do not agree but I understand why Um, I just paused it because he said, because Make, the main character, played by Gary Oldman, said that he wrote the narrative like, um, like a cinnamon roll. It's just a giant, it's just a giant spiral. And that was something that was never done in Hollywood in the thirties before. I mean, like, he references The Wizard of Oz earlier in it, so, like, I don't know if he's comparing his spiral of a story to The Wizard of Oz, but it's definitely... You know what, I think... I think the reason he brings up The Wizard of Oz is because he sees that film is beneath him. Because... Though it may not seem like it, Mank is definitely a perfectionist, which is why Orson Welles definitely likes him. But he is a very, he's a huge perfectionist. So his narration, his writing is going to resemble that of which uh, Shakespeare, like how he wrote, and how unbelievable how much symbolism and there's just so much in Shakespeare that you can take out and make seems really determined to make every project like that um but I'm excited to watch the rest of the movie I'm like a half an hour into it I just wanted to pause and share some thoughts while I'm watching it uh, I think. Uh, Amanda Seyfried is the best actor in the movie so far although I do like uh, the person who plays Manx's brother I think his name is Joe that actor I'm pretty sure was in Iron Fist which if you haven't seen that I don't suggest checking that out it wasn't good but Uh, he was in that. I only watched it because it said Marvel on it. Which by the way WandaVision comes out January 15th on Disney Plus. It's gonna be six episodes so I'll be doing that week by week like I'm doing with Mandalorian right now. But anyway um. I also like the actor for Orson Welles, although his nose seems to be a bit off. I don't know if Orson's, Orson Welles' nose was, like, I don't know. There's something, I'm going to look up pictures of Orson Welles and see if, like, I don't know. Uh, I like his voice a lot, though. I think that's the main reason why they cast him. His voice really resembles Orson Welles, and I love the sound editing in this movie. I think that might win an Oscar because it really sounds like it sounds like it was made in the 30s. You know how like I don't know when you're watching a specific movie like Casablanca or Gone with the Wind, huge old pictures like that. They have, like, a specific sound to them. Everyone has a specific... I don't know. It's hard to explain. But we've seemed a lot to have lost that sound. And David Fincher brought it back. Which is very nostalgic. And I love... That's, like, one of my favorite parts of older movies is that sound. Because we don't get that anymore. It's so articulate. It's so prim and proper. I don't know. Um, But everyone sounds like that except for Mank. Mank is the only character I've noticed that doesn't sound like that. And I don't know if it's why, it's because I'm just used to Gary Oldman's voice and it just isn't the editing isn't working for my brain, I'm not processing it right, or if it's intentional. I don't know. Amanda Seyfried sounds- she sounds- she doesn't sound like Amanda Seyfried. She sounds like who she's supposed to play. I think it's Marion Davies. I think. And, last thing I wanted to talk about before I dive back into the movie is uh, Gary Oldman's performance as make so far. I'm not sure what I would give it, because it's so similar to when he played Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour, that was a few years ago, he won Best Actor for that. Um, I don't know if it's just because their characters are so similar, but, I don't know. They see, he's, he's playing them the same exact way, but I would totally understand if he wins again, because it's still a really good performance. So anyway, I'm going to dive back in real quick, and I'll be back. Alright, I am back, and I finished Mank. Um where to begin I didn't write any outline for this one like I usually do just because I don't see much to go over um so I highly recommend watching Citizen Kane before watching this there are spoilers ahead I guess guess they can be considered spoilers, I don't know. So the movie's uh, all about Herman Mankiewicz, the man who wrote the screenplay for Citizen Kane. And the reason that Citizen Kane is such a big deal is because it was written, they they even say to make, it was written in the form of like a cinnamon roll. Um, what I mean is like, It jumps, uh, it has time jumps. It goes back and forth between flashbacks and present and then the future, and it goes. It was hard to follow, uh, then when it came out in the 40s, but, um, it was, like, one of the first movies to ever do that, and that's why it was such a big deal. It was a statement of, uh... Money can't buy you happiness, simple themes like that, but in my opinion, I'm not a huge Citizen Kane fan because of a lot of reasons, I'll go over some, but I understand why it's such a big deal and why it's so important to cinema. I granted I've only watched it once and it was a while ago so maybe I should watch it again and I don't know maybe I'll do like a commentary on it or something but I don't feel too motivated to do that. Citizen Kane frustrates me because it's one of those movies that I feel like it's made for the writers, like what I mean is the writers, uh, they talk, there's so many metaphors and so much symbolism that it's almost like the writers are talking in tongue at this point point. and I can follow Shakespeare, that Citizen and Cain is just a boring story. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just boring. Like movies in the 40s didn't have to be that boring. Casablanca's is awesome. Um, and it's a wonderful life. Great movie. I would rather do commentary on this. But anyway, it frustrates me as an audience member to watch a movie that isn't geared to the audience because it frustrates me that I, uh, that I can't click with it. Like I don't see what the writers are seeing for the movie and that's not necessarily what you want an audience member to be thinking when you're watching a movie. Like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, excellent movie, I understand it because the writers want me to understand it, but it's almost like the Citizen Kane writers don't want me to understand it. I just wanted to go over Citizen Kane real quick before I go over Mank as to my reasoning of why I did not particularly enjoy Mank. That is right. This is going to be a average review for a movie instead of a praise (laughs) like I usually do. But that's because I usually just, I'm very picky with what movies I watch. They gotta be like certified fresh, I gotta hear about them. And this one was on my radar, but did not hit the mark for me. The beauty of main well, if you like Citizen Kane, and I understand if you do, it's just not for me. But if you like Citizen Kane, then you'll love Mank. But, if you were frustrated with Citizen Kane like I was, then Mank's not going to be any more of a good time for you. (laughs) Because Mank, the beauty of Mank is that, well, okay, the best and the worst part of Mank is that it's written the way Herman Mankiewicz would have written it. Now, the awesome part of that is that you kind of see into the eyes of Herman Mankiewicz. But the bad part about it is that I don't like that kind of writing. (laughs) But if you do, then you'll love Mank. I hope it doesn't win Best Picture, and I hope Ma Rainey's Black Bottom does, as of right now. That's the best one. Um, I thought Gary Oldman was really good. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like, well, he will get nominated. Um, there were a couple good actors in it, yeah. Uh, but the best highlight of the movie was probably Amanda Seyfried. She was really good, and she reminded me of... Um, Cape Blanchett in *The Aviator*. She won an Oscar for that for Best Supporting Actress, and I wouldn't be surprised if Amanda Seyfried wins Best Supporting Actress for *Mank*. I would vote for her. She was really good. She got way into it. Um, but she was almost unrecognizable too, with her voice and stuff. Um, but. The writing for me is just the big issue because Citizen Kane, I watched and I was like, who talks like this? Like, even for a 40s film, like, who talks like this? Everyone's talking in, like, tongues. Just say what you mean. Don't, like, say, like, freaking metaphor after metaphor. I love metaphors in movies, but it's just, like... It's not even Shakespearean, it's like on a different level, (laughs) for me at least. It's, it's just annoying. I, it took me a while to go through the whole movie. It took me a couple sittings because, uh, I would watch like a half hour and get frustrated that I don't care about any of the characters or what's going on. Now, in, okay. Besides Amanda Seyfried, the best part would be uh, cinematography, directing. Well, cinematography was black and white. Directing, David Fincher does a great job, uh, great job directing. Um, you may know him from being the creator of Mindhunter and House of Cards. Mindhunter's is an excellent show. You should definitely check that out if you haven't. I hope they make a season three, but it doesn't look like they will. Um, where is it going? Oh, sound. Sound editing was very good in this movie and I would definitely vote for this. I think it should win the Oscar for best sound editing and sound mixing too. Sure. I don't really, I still don't really understand the difference. Every year I try to understand the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. And every year I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then a year later I'm like, wait, what was it again? I <laughs> I can't remember it. Um, but I mean, the sound, it sounded like it was in the forties too. Like it sounded like I was watching a Citizen Kane type movie and the guy who played Orson Wells was excellent. He really had his voice. Mank? He was awesome. Um, do I have anything else for this movie? I mean, Mank was just an alcoholic who was in a deal with MGM but then broke it to make a picture with Orson Welles for RKO so that he could write whatever he wanted because he technically had like free reign. But because of his contract with MGM, they couldn't necessarily say that he wrote the whole screenplay by himself for Citizen Kane. So when the Oscars happened, Citizen Kane was nominated for nine Oscars. It won Best Original Screenplay, and that's it. And Oscar went to Orson Welles and Herman J. Mankiewicz. Even though Orson Welles didn't really write it. But, yeah. It, I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, it happens in Hollywood all the time. Um, honestly, I don't have anything else for this movie. <laughs> If you like Citizen Kane, check it out. But if you don't like Citizen Kane, you'll just get more frustrated with Mank, like I did. Um, I should, I should start doing like a, out of four stars rating, or out of five. I'll do out of five. For this, I'm gonna give ai will mm, give it two and a half out of five stars. Maybe a two. I'll give it a 2 out of 5 stars. Man. like a 40%. Alright. So, that's all. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, tune in for more uh, podcasts I'll have coming out. And uh, let me know what you thought of Mank. If you have a different opinion, that's totally fine. Explain to me. If if you liked Mank, explain to me why. Because I want to see different perspectives on this. Um, and, yeah, let me know what you want me to review, and, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, be nice to each other out there.